0: what's up my people thank you for joining me again on the one-on-one with kb1 podcast it is season three and people i got a lot of stuff to go over because i'm reviewing be a man the book i published back in 2019 so people sit back relax we're gonna enjoy this ride together as we talk about be a man on the one-on-one with kb1 podcast What's up, my people? Welcome back to the one-on-one with KB1 podcast. I am your host, Walter Burchett, and I forgot, uh, shoot. The champ is here. The people's champion is back. God, it's a horrible opening to my podcast, but people, you guys get the gist of what I'm trying to do and trying to tell you because the champ is has returned so right now doing episode three of the be a man um podcast no it's not the be a man podcast the one-on-one with kb1 podcast season three focused on be a man and my book and um we're gonna go over chapter two and i'm trying to remember chapter two is a beast that sucker's almost uh 36 pages long man all these chapters long as all get out my goodness never seen chapter three or any of my table of contents here man uh, the book is 300 pages strong 300 plus pages strong and um the company I went with they actually number my book all kinds of crazy ways and I, I don't like the way they did it but um the title of book, I'm sorry, the title of chapter 2 is Me, You, and Our Crew. So, I'm going to go ahead and turn to it in my book here and I'm going to go over it. Chapter 1 is all done and dead. Chapter 2 um goes into a little bit different uh part portions of uh the BMAN universe cuz it introduces another one of the main characters. Um, Right there in the very first uh, couple pages His name is Tommy Oliver And yes, if you know me Or like my cousin (laughs) My cousin Monte called me one day He was like, hey um, I met this uh, dude He works at uh, one of the largest retailers uh, uh, Warehouse facilities He does uh, loss prevention for him." and he said man there's a dude that was driving a truck that I checked in and his name was Tommy Oliver and I'm like for real he's like man I've been playing against you at NBA 2k ever since 2005 because obviously 2k um I create all the characters from my book and put them into the game as basketball players, or maybe even do baseball from time to time. If I buy a baseball game doesn't that, um, uh, that, that isn't the exact same as the previous years, Sony, you got to do something. You got to do something, Sony. You gotta you gotta mix this in MLB to show up a little bit because I bought one for the PlayStation Four. It was the exact same game for the PlayStation Three that i bought five years earlier so you got to do something people please please i'm begging you but anyway tommy oliver he's also named after uh one of my favorite characters the green ranger from power rangers so i I basically ripped this name straight from that source but again anybody could be named tommy oliver so who cares if they got the same name but anyway um you get introduced to tommy in the in chapter number two and with chapter two it, it features walton and Rachelle. they are basically in their relationship and things are going well um he talks about um going to moving into the neighborhood being accepted by everybody early on um going to a party with Rachelle and um some of her friends the night before the whole plot starts and he wakes up in the morning after getting completely drunk and wasted um, to music, and it's music of um, as yet um, last night that one-hit wonder song that they had back in the early '90s. So if y'all remember that song, man, hey, that was that's one of the the best love-making slow songs that you can possibly uh, listen to, man, especially from that era all those boy bands back then I tell you I listen to that song now I'm like yeah time to get this party started so (laughs) but yeah he talks about waking up to that um and realizing that you know he's home alone or supposed to be home alone but his girlfriend is in the house so anyway um Nothing happens, people. So don't worry about it. She's trying to make this as PG as possible. But um, in, at the end of the day, she cooks breakfast for them while they're sitting, having a little breakfast. There's a ringing at the doorbell, and lo and behold, it's Tommy. They don't know each other at all. Tommy's new next door neighbor comes over to, um, he hears the music that they're playing. He's like, hey, they got a house. Have- some type of music a long clock radio a blown out speaker something that he can listen to music on now who has this laying around the house i have no idea but uh what ends up happening is uh walton and tommy they end up starting a little bit of a budding relationship uh, with the help of rachel she's like hey you guys will be friends before you know it since they live next door to each other and they're around the same age so anyway um they invite Tommy to co- come out to a um, a little mixer that they're gonna have later that day And he does and the main thing that um that Rachelle talks about is how she thinks Tommy would be a good match for her friend Kimberly and that's the same Kimberly that um in chapter one I really didn't go over t- I didn't go too in depth about her or her character but um, this is the same Kimberly who um, she what's the word I'm looking for she and Walter they don't have the the best of relationships because they fight for um, Rachel's uh, time but also at the same time uh, he knows that he needs to get somebody to run interference on her but she Rachelle knows the same thing so that's why she's trying to hook up tommy and kimberly so uh, what happens is at the little mixture that the the teens have at kimberly's house uh tommy and and rachel they actually hook up and they start a little bit of a you know, conversation about different things so the cool thing about these kids are um, everybody is around right the same ages. I mean, ranging from like twelve to fifteen. Um, I think Kimori is the oldest one, if I'm not mistaken. It's, it's been a long time since I wrote this book, man. So some of the characters they, they they slip my mind, but Kimori is probably the oldest. And remember, she's the pregnant one, so she's the one that uh, is quite frankly the um, the troublesome and anyway um, the, the main thing that Rachelle and Walton does is get those two together because uh, Rachelle sees the chemistry and is the is the matchmaker of the group whereas Walton's like look I'm not trying to I'm just trying to you know I'm just trying to do my thing and, and get by I can't remember if I... I, No, 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 I do. Um, They play basketball in this chapter. And again, if you guys remember in my last... Not my last, but my first podcast of the season. Basketball is my favorite sport. I love the way they dribble the ball up and down the court. I did it, people. I did it. Curtis Blow. I did the Curtis Blow joint. (laughs) But anyway, um... They talk about playing basketball, and the, the group of guys. When you get a group of guys together, especially, it doesn't matter if they're uh, ten years old, twenty year old, twenty years old, or eighty years old. Guys are gonna go to be competitive, especially against one another. And when it, when sports is involved, oh boy, you can best believe that somebody's gonna say, "Hey, you suck," and there's somebody gonna be like, "He I, right, but he ain't all that." And that's basically what happens in chapter two. A um, bunch of the guys get together. And they, they're they talking about Walton. And like, Walton, he can't play. He's just... He's this, he's that. He sucks. He, he, he's not that great. But his cousin Jermaine. Loyal. They look, man. He says, This guy's pretty good. Y- y'all don't want to eat this crew. Because he, he going to show you up. So... They talk about uh, how he was, uh, Jermaine said something about how he went from being just a Dennis Rodman to being Carl Malone in just a couple years playing basketball. Carl Malone, I'm not a Carl Malone fan, but something that he and I got in common is the fact they were both born on July 24th. That's right all the time we ready 24 7 we ready so as well as Barry Bonds and Jennifer Lopez and a whole lot of other people born on July 24th I know but can't remember some of the names on it right now but yeah Jermaine talks about hey look this guy's good you need to relax but also at the same time Tommy is a pretty good basketball player as well so When I get back from this little uh, break here, I'm going to go deeper into chapter two. I'm not going to break it down into two episodes, I promise. So sit back, relax, and take a listen to this next segment here. So a question I get a lot of times when I'm talking to people is... Um, why do you write? And part two of that is kind of, uh, when did you start writing? So I kind of answered it this way. So when I was in the second grade, one of our assignments was to uh, write a little short story. And I remember this because I had this book for a long, long time before it got lost. I wish I still had it. But... I wrote a short story about the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And I just wrote a story about an episode of the Ninja Turtles. One, one that I just made up myself. I used to have a, little, a lot of action figures and whatever. I had pretty much all the Ninja Turtles and all the Ghostbusters and all the G.I. Joes. and man, I had a lot of damn toys. A lot of action figures. Lots of action figures. And... Um, Ninja, Ninja Turtles was my favorite thing at the time because when I was seven years old, what was it, ninety early nineties? Ninja Turtles, the cartoon, was a big thing. Can't stand them now, but that's that's neither here nor there. But um, I basically wrote an episode of Ninja Turtles, and I liked it. I liked it. In the, I think I was in the third grade. When I did it again for a school publication, New Hope School Publication, wish I still had that too. But again, when you're so young and not knowing some of the things that's going, to, the life, the way the life shapes out, kind of throw crap away, and that's what happened with uh, that whole thing too. So when I, I don't know, after my dad died, ninety late 93 94 Um, because of the whole situation there we got like some school supplies and I had a bunch of uh, notebooks and tablets and I just picked up a tablet one day and I just started writing my own little fan fiction of Power Rangers and I just kept writing and writing and writing and writing I, I was what 10 years old I just started writing for days and days and days and writing was just, was only a hobby. It's something I like to do because I wanted to write my own little stories about Power Rangers at the time. I mean, I, I've done Power Rangers. I've done Ninja Turtles. I think I've done something else, but I can't quite remember. I think I did, did GI Joe at one time, but they were like one shot stories, whatever. But anyway, um, But I stuck with my Power Ranger crap. And when I say crap, I mean it was crap. Because I still got them. I've gone through them over the last few years. And oh my God. This little 10-year-old could not write What the damn. I mean, I can put sentences together and they made sense. But why? So. um, But after, you know, a certain number of years. Because I went through probably... How many you think it is? About 10 tablets, 10 uh notebooks. Um, I finally got into the 21st century and started actually typing this stuff out. And you know, even though I got rid of the Power Rangers superhero type stuff, um, it, it it essentially was Power Rangers without the 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 morphing and the megazords and all that crap. And Um, that's why a lot of the names in Be A Man are similar to names of Power Rangers. I just didn't change their names. Um, Characters kind of resemble some of the characters from the Power Rangers show, but nowhere close to what they were originally. Um, But then also at the same time, uh, the universe that I created was my own. And something that i i enjoyed and since 1994 i've been writing and building this whole be a man universe without even realizing it and it was probably 2010 when i decided to kind of break it up a little bit and make a little bit more sense of it and it was 2011 before i started working with the company i work for now when i realized that writing isn't just a hobby for me. Writing is a passion. And I've gone over the, the passion, uh, purpose, passion, whatever, in previous podcasts. But writing has, uh, has been a passion for me, and it always was, because it gave me the ability to escape the real world and write about something that I can control, and I can control the way I want to control it. So... Why do I write is because I can control it. So whenever you can control something, kind of like play God with something because it's yours. It gives I don't know about you, but it gives me a feeling of euphoria. It makes me happy. So, Anyway, that's the reason why I write. Okay, my people, we are back and diving into chapter two of Be A Man, Um, chapter two titled Me, You, and Our Crew, and to finish off the last segment with, uh, they're talking about basketball, and what's so key about basketball is it plays an important role in Walton's life, his early life, and... The fact that they were talking about basketball got them to got walton to say hey look i challenge all of y'all to a basketball match or basketball game because we actually don't play basketball in matches you play them in games so anyway later in the chapter uh, walton goes to play basketball and um they're playing basketball at his house and not to give too many details away, what ends up happening is, even though the game is played at his house he doesn't get picked to play on his own court first, so what ends up happening is he goes and grabs um, uh, a few people Um, his girlfriend his girlfriend's sister who is on her way to Georgia Tech on a basketball scholarship and did Steven come over too? I can't remember. Uh, I gotta look for it in the book now. It makes me uh makes me think. I completely forgot about this chapter. It sucks when you uh when you're getting old. Anyway, Walton. Um, yeah, I think it. Uh, if I'm wrong, I, I apologize. I'm looking at it. I'm looking at it. Dang on it. Should have been more prepared. But anyway, what ends up happening is Walton gets his people and they play basketball against the rest of the group in the neighborhood. Plus, Walton's brother, um, Marcus. And in the game that he's playing, he's actually, that team is actually losing, even though they got Stephanie on the team. Big Stephanie, who's you know, almost an All-American. So... Walton gets mad he's like you know what I'm about to win this game so he torches Billy like a match um, on three consecutive shots Montel told Tommy to guard him Tommy couldn't do it even though Tommy is a good defender Um, but what ended up happening is instead of uh, him scoring on Tommy (laughs) Stephanie would score because Walter would pass the ball in, in the right spots so he's being a, he was a scorer now he's a distributor and then he goes up against a character who I don't go into great detail but his name is Remy he's going to come into a, effect um, later in the Be A Man universe but Remy I I'm might I'm do a short story on that guy yeah yeah I, I'm going to do a short story on that guy he ends up uh, uh Get torched even worse than billy and then montel who's his cousin knows pretty much everything about him except the fact that he can play basketball now um he ends up taking his cousin out and you know dancing around on him playing basketball just you know imagine steve urkel when they remember that episode of family matters was when the coach wouldn't let steve urkel play and Steve Urkel got in the game, and he went from Steve Urkel to Jaleel White. And actually, Jaleel White was a pretty decent basketball player for who he was. That, imagine Walton being that character. So, the team gets to win, and in fact, I implied that they they win several games that day because uh, the group that they had um, had girls on it, that Walton had, they had girls on it but all the other guys were playing with with guys and even though they're a little bit younger than some of the girls that were playing um, they couldn't they couldn't match up with them so anywho uh, relationship gets uh, the things get better for the group relationship between Tommy and Kimberly continues to grow that same day and the big thing that Kimberly has going on in her life she has a guy who really is intrigued in getting with her but she's like nah I don't want to type a relationship with you so uh, Tommy she tells Tommy and Tommy's like alright well I got something for that and what he ends up doing is hey look let's get this guy to meet us at um, the, one of the Arlene family stores and I'm going to tell him off well everything sounds good in a, in a vacuum I'm taking my time here, but what the guys didn't know, um, when Tommy, Walton, and some of the other guys, uh, Montel, Jermaine, Trail uh, as well as uh, Kimberly, Rachelle, uh, I think Brielle was there too. Yeah, Brielle. They all go on a bike ride to Russ's Electronic Superstore, and. What ends up happening is uh Tommy was supposed to confront his uh quote unquote nemesis to be Philip, but they're confronted by the brotherhood and Philip. And even though there's a big fight that brewed, that that happens, Montel Jermaine, Tommy, Walton, they all get into this um this, this fight with the brotherhood inside the store. Walton and Tommy are, I won't say viewed as the aggressors, but they're like, hey, um, the police are coming for you. So, Walton and Tommy, they embark on a, a run back to their home through the woods. Um, Rachelle, she gets her brother to come pick him up in the truck, put the bikes on the back of the truck so they can go home and you know, do all the trials and tribulations of the day because it's a bit, pretty full day for the, the teens playing. First meeting up in the morning then going to a, a little mixer at Kimberly's house at the Hart House and then uh, basketball and then going for a bike ride to the electronic superstore a lot of stuff going on. Lots of trials and tribulations that day but at the end of the day time is like you know, if i'm going to be hanging around these guys i might as well hang around these guys these are good people good good fun living fun-hearted people it's fun-hearted the word i'm looking for a different word i don't know anyway these people are his friends the two of them they they forge a friendship there they also introduce... Um, oh, they. Who was they? I am they. I also introduce two of Tommy's friends in the storyline. They become more featured in the sequel of Be A Man. Um, but they're here. They get uh, introduced. But the main thing before this chapter closes out, talks about um, at the end of the chapter... Walton has his very first conversation with uh, Mr. Arlene, Russell Arlene. And what's important about this is the fact that Russell and Walton don't, they have several conversations after this. The fact that they got in a little bit of trouble, Russell tells them, Hey, look, you're in trouble now i want you to do something a little bit better going forward we don't want rashia to pop up pregnant one day and we want you guys to live the best life that we didn't live because you guys have an opportunity to uh be even more so that's the main gist of that the conversation with russell is probably one of the things that got me in this chapter is one of the things that got me to thinking about okay be a man is about more than just uh a work of fiction it's about being able to tell a story and tell a uh, and give some i won't say advice because i'm not really giving advice to an individual but i'm giving advice to not to an individual real person but to a character showing that hey listen you can be better than who you are just don't squander your opportunities and unfortunately um in this situation walton he kind of squanders a little bit of an opportunity to make good on a fact that he might be a good kid or not to a a guy who they doesn't even know so what's important is for people to understand that hey look First impressions are everything. So when you go into the job interview. It's important to look good. To be clean. Have a fresh cut. Um, make sure you look good people. Make sure you smell good. First impressions are every single thing. And if you don't. Make a good impression. It's hard for somebody. To, to look past that. And. At the end of the day, if you do make a good impression, you got to have something behind it. We'll go a little bit deeper into some of that. But for right now, that's chapter two. So if you like it, love it, tell me something about it. Otherwise, check back. We'll give you something for chapter three. You've been one on one with KB1. Thank you for listening to the one on one with KB1 podcast. And I am out. This concludes the one-on-one with KB1 podcast for today. I am your host, Walter Burchett, the published author of Be A Man and the Be A Man book series. Check out my website to find out more about me and my projects at wburchett3.com. You can also find me on social media, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at wburchett3. Also, subscribe to my YouTube channels, one-on-one with KB1 every day, and one-on-one with the Food Critic. Thank you for listening, and I'll catch you next time around.